Welcome to the Three Now Podcast. Welcome to the Three and Out Podcast, where on today's show, we will look into the mind of a mixed martial arts fighter. He got into the martial arts world at the age of 22, and since then, he has changed his entire lifestyle dramatically and currently holds a 3-2 and two record in MMA and a 1-1 record in kickboxing. Please welcome a lover of plants and, in his own words, half a ninja turtle, Harrison Adamo. Hey, Harry, what's, what's going on? Like I said, gentlemen, what's up? Nice. Uh, first, let's start off with uh, why did you get into MMA? And uh, was there a time before that that you were thinking about it for a while and were hesitant to get 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 into it? I don't know. I mean, ever since whatever, maybe probably like you know, eighteen. You know, I just was like, I just fell in love with hitting the punching bag. So like started watching you know the fights on tv and stuff like that and you know i i didn't like i really wasn't like going to college and stuff figured out maybe just try a new hobby and instantly just like fell in love with it it was the first time i ever like went to a place and then like after i left i i had to go home and write everything down right everything i did down not even you know what i'm saying i didn't really do that even like in high school or anything like take notes like that so like that just like that just like got me stuck. You know? So like, wait, wait, what did you write down? Yeah, like 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 a like a move I learned. I would write it down. And just dude, I got books filled with stuff that I did. Well, so you, just, you, like, you were just trying to memorize everything to keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah, that's what like intrigued me the most. I was like, why is this like sticking in my head? And and for my whole life, I never really like found something that I was like that I liked that much. So when you first went to to a gym, was it specifically kickboxing or wrestling, uh, whatever? All right. So, yeah. So, like, I I didn't like any, I didn't realize about any wrestling or anything. I kind of, like, looked at a place that was close by, saw their schedule, went to, like, I think, you know, I definitely wanted to do boxing. I didn't think of any jujitsu or wrestling or anything. And... I was forced into jujitsu. That was like the first class that was there. And I got beat up by the smallest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and it was insane. Uh, uh, what, would you, what would you say you're best at? Like what style? Uh, I guess jujitsu, you know, I, I, those are the, that's how I won most of like my MMA fights. And, you know, that's what people know me for. But I mean, like, in my gym, you know, people like people would think that I was like more of a stand-up guy, like boxing, kickboxing, and stuff like that. But I practiced it all, man. I just did everything. I couldn't stop doing all of it. I couldn't. I wasn't focused on one thing ever. I, I just had to mix everything up. What's What's the hardest style to compete against for you? Uh, a wrestler. People who wrestle. Cause Why? You guys know. There was no Hamden High School wrestling team. There was no yeah. Hamden Middle School wrestling team. There was no. There wasn't even a wrestling club. They call them in in Hamden at all. So that. So like you know when I you know I'll fight guys or whatever and or train with guys and like you know they've been wrestling since they were six years old and you know all the guys you know they they have high school wrestling right. I think like we're like one of like the only towns. Right. You would think uh, that we would have had it. We're one of the biggest schools too. I think I say, I swear to God, I say it now. I said, we would have been the best in the whole state. We had people coming from New Haven and. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
Yeah, watching that shit on TV, the, that style seems like the most fucking frustrating because they're just trying to smother you and you can't like lose your cool mm-hmm. when you're up against the cage on the ground for minutes at a time. Do you? Yeah, it's insane. Do you? Do you? When you when you guys are like booking your matches, do you do it based on like a, the opponent's style? Like, how does that work? How does the booking? I just kind of divvied away from where we, where we were supposed to go, but it's just no, 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 no. That's good. That's good. You um uh you kind of go through like, like what their record is and like, kind of like they, the promoter will ask like, you know, how long you've been training and like, you know, you kind of, you can't um, like lie. So like, they'll ask like, you know, like what belt rank in jujitsu you are, even if you have one or anything, or like, have you been wrestling? Did you wrestle in high school or anything like that? And uh, just like based on your record, you know, and they kind of, you kind of sometimes put the trust in your coaches to think if you're ready. So styles don't really matter. You're just going up against the next available opponent. Yeah, yeah. To me, styles don't really matter. I fought a good, I, I fought a good wrestler in one of my fights, and the kid was in the kids in Bellator now. The kid's insanely good. He um, wow. he was he and he smothered me on the ground, and I didn't think that would ever happen. It's never happened to me like that before. Uh. Sorry, I forgot the question. No, that's good. That's good. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I might be. I might have been punching the head too many times. <laughs> Harry, tell me about your diet. I see you posting a lot of like almond butter, and uh, you're definitely have gone vegan, probably. Uh, I've yo, I've tried every diet, every fake diet. I've tried everything, and so like I'll say, like I've probably lost about eighty pounds total, and through every through everything. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So I, and I, I competed in, you know, when I first, like I've done, you know, 50 plus, you know, jujitsu tournaments. So like, and I've competed in every weight class you could probably think of like 190 pounds. And I was tight. I was the smallest guy there. And I thought I was, I thought I was okay. I did 180 pounds, 170 pounds, 150 and 140 actually. Um, what was your diet like at the peak of dieting at the peak? That's what, what, what did so you like, eat? Yeah. So, so when I was a hundred and I couldn't break 180 pounds, I, I don't know why I couldn't. And it's because of what I was eating. So what I started eating, like I did like this basic things like you would people like would do. Like I was like, Oh, I'm going to eat like chicken and tuna fish and rice and broccoli, like something like simple like that. And I did that for a while. And then I just figured out like, stuff that would like work. Um, I've tried like, you know, keto diet where you do like a lot of fat and like yeah. less carbs and stuff like that. I felt awful doing that. I did and that I lost, one once. I lost, I, I think I did it for a fight too. I was trying to train and I lost about just 30 pounds in nine weeks. I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> Damn. I need that right <laughs> that, now. That, Shit. Was, that was the first time. <laughs> that was the first time ever doing it. And, and that was the last time ever doing it. Yeah. Have you um, ever, have you ever like in the middle of a, a, a dieting regimen or getting ready for an upcoming fight? Have you ever just been like, fuck it. Like I can't do this anymore. I'm going to get a fucking cheeseburger and a couple every beers time. every time, every, time. <laughs> every day. I was, I, and I'll, and, and, and people, and uh, trust me, every probably, everyone probably does it every time. I probably two weeks before I'm like, I'm not fighting. I hate this. I'm never doing, I'm not fighting. I quit. And I, and, 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 and since my, my eating habits were just so clean and clean and clean when I would do that, it would shock my body. 
and I would lose even more weight the next day and if or stay the oh, same wow. amount of weight. So wow. I kind of figured out like just what works for me and trying to like dude and still to this day I get made fun of still 31 years old. I get made fun of, of what I eat still to this day. And I just realized like dude it's not about like pleasing people like you know that makes me feel good and that's what changed my life uh lifestyle diet and everything and just overall feeling good um yeah like i couldn't i couldn't break 180 and my knees were killing me and stuff like that and once once i changed like literally what i ate and stuff like that i swear to god my knee pain went away and everything and it just i just wow. believed in wow. Yeah, that kind of that goes into what I want to ask about cutting weight. Why do guys not fight closer to like their walk around weight? Yeah, MMA, so, um, MMA, MMA, it makes sense to me because that weight matters. But like in boxing, I don't know why guys want to be heavier. It's gonna make you slower. Like I look at Floyd; he walks around at like one sixty. He fights at one fifty four, and yeah, he looks see? and he's in great shape. And then you see guys like. The guys he's fighting want to bulk up and it's like, you're never going to catch the guy. Yeah. So I, I, um, I honestly had like a lot of, I had like an advantage when I fought because I did that. I was, I was walked around probably one sixty three for like years. And, and that, that's when I was like fighting constantly and constantly. Um, and I fought at 155 pounds or 152. So like, and people thought I would, you know, I would sit in the sauna and, dehydrate myself i've seen guys do that lose 10 20 pounds in a day and yeah, like, it kills can't you. even walk can't even walk to the scale and i've i've seen a guy um lose that much weight and walk to the scale and go eat and think he would be okay and he tried to i think he ate a like eat like a pound of mashed potatoes to try and instance the dude's pancreas almost exploded i had to cancel the Jeez. fight you know what i mean like it's yeah. just not, it's not healthy. Your kidneys yeah. pumped and you know what I mean? I just, I'd never, yeah. I've cut weight like a couple pounds here and there for, but whatever, but for MMA, I, I wouldn't do it. I, yeah, I that, it, yeah. it never made sense to me. Your body can't recover. And you want to, you want to be, you want to be like the bigger guy. Um, I had an instance once where where we'll go back to that the rest of the kid i fought who was who wrestled you know probably middle school high school i fought him and uh we fought at 155 pounds i was doing like the you know like the the floyd mayweather thing you know i was like walking around at 159 pounds like a week before the fight and it was 100 at 155 <laughs> you you were allowed one pound over he came in 156 and the next day I weighed myself. I was 157 pounds for the fight, like fight day after eating, you know, everything in sight. And I found out he weighed himself the next day and he was 184 pounds. Jeez. He gained that much, gained right. that much weight. He felt like, a, it felt like a cement truck on top of me in the fight. Yeah. That, and like MMA, like I said, that makes sense to me, especially if you're a wrestler. But if you could get away with it. Sense. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I've, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen stuff. I've heard stuff. It just bugs me out just to, yeah. it's, I mean, not, it's heard, not even I, good for you. No, I've, I mean, the, the, I know the guys who have money, they'll just use the IV to rehydrate yeah, yeah, they, versus, they, um, versus stuffing themselves. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure that's legal. 
like, like for like, you know, around like, but I'm pretty sure like for like, you know, the UFC or Bellator or stuff like that, any, anywhere with like a big, like known commission, IVs aren't allowed anymore. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't, I don't think Vegas. I don't, I think, I think it's for that reason. Cause it's like a loophole. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like, because guys will weigh 155 pounds and you, and the guy will come in the next day, you know, 885 pounds and just makes no sense. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like a loophole. It's exactly what it is. All right. So the uh, fight is on Saturday. Your, your fight is on Saturday. Walk me through Friday night and then all day Saturday. What's the routine? Where's your mental capacity? Like wh- what's going through your mind on fight day and the night before? Uh, like, do you, do you have problems sleeping the night before? I guess it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, like you got like a new job. It's like your first day at a new job. Excited. That, like you, if that, if, yeah, if that's like, if that makes sense, it's like that. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, you like know, first day then, of like, school when you were uh, 12. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. The fresh know, like kicks like, on. Yeah, it's like you know. So, but but then again, you're not you're not thinking like, oh, I don't have to wake up early. So, like you know, you kind of like get. To so what's the what's the whole day like when you wake up? Do you have did you eat the same food? You know, Friday you you go to the weigh-ins and stuff where they're probably in the middle of the day. They try to make them as early as possible. Now nowadays they'll do them. Uh, you could go in the morning and then they'll have like a time. So like guys, because some guys you know, you know, kill themselves trying to make the weight. Friday. So they don't, you know, if they had them at five o'clock, you know, guys would be like, come on, like, I can't wait that long. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll go to weigh-ins Friday. You know, I'm, I'm always on weight, like, and I'm, and I'm not ever killing myself. Yeah. I'll go to weigh-ins. I bring, I bring like a lot of carbs, like I bring like, you know, like oatmeal, stuff like that, you know, peanut butter sandwiches and stuff like that stuff that I haven't been able to really eat. Like, yeah, you know, throughout the week, because you know you don't want to mess anything up. So yeah, after I weigh in, it's I, I eat the most I ever ate, like ever. There's <laughs> a lot of food, a lot of food. And Saturday, it's you know you're like locked in from the time you wake up. You're just locked in all day. Yeah, you're locked in. It, it, you know, you you wake. I I I feel all right. I mean, and then like you know, I eat like a nice breakfast. You know, like I'll eat like a lot of eggs, avocado. Yeah. stuff like that. I'll eat, I'll eat some more carbs. I make sure I'm hydrated a lot. I always like, I learned that from like doing like wrestling tournaments. You know, you want to stay like hydrated. I don't know. Something about the nerves makes you like some, some guys have to pee a lot. So yeah. like, you know, I was flushing all like your electrolytes up. I drink a lot. Of, I'll do like a lot of Pedialyte just cause that like, that's like a lot of like a, that just stays in your body. It's just like, yeah, yeah I make sure I'm like really hydrated throughout the whole day. But you know, you're locked in. I just take everything in, you know, you, you know, cause you know, the people I meet along the way to the fight, you know, the people I sell tickets to and stuff like that. And like, you know, my, my family and friends and like, you know, they're just in their mind. They're just like, you know, like, Oh, Harry's going to go in there. He's going to whoop this dude's ass. You know, like they, they, you know, it's just like a lot of pressure, but, but you don't want to, you don't put that pressure on you, you know? So what about after the fight, win or lose party time? Is it, I'm going home to rest. What is it? A couple times it's been party. I'll say like two times it's been party time. Three times it's been like, like, I just want to eat some food, go to sleep. My, my last fight, I, uh, like, I'm like, I already knew what I was going to do. I'm like, I'm fighting. And like, I hate to say it, but like, I'm out. Like I, I got, I'm, I'm, I just want to get out of there. I want to fight and I want to go home. That's what happens when we get old. Yeah. 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 I think that's what it was. It's on uh, what's on your playlist before you get in, into the ring. That's a big thing. I'm like, big into the music and stuff like that. And 
especially at like training and stuff like that. I'm in my own zone when I'm at like my gym and stuff like that. And so like some guys know me for that, you know, being all crazy and goofy and stuff like that, rapping, singing along, you know, let's go bringing up the energy, screaming, stuff like that. Um, there you go. and like, people are like, Oh, like, you know, what's, what are you going to walk out to? What do you, I choose like, what, like really like is like probably like two weeks before the fight. I'll, I'll pick just from like, what's going, what I'm listening to and stuff like that. You want something um, that's going to amp you up or you want something? Yeah, that's do a lot gonna... of J Cole, Meek Mill. Yeah. Who else? I don't know. Those guys, J. Cole, Meek Mill, DMX. <laughs> the classics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Um, you just sprinkle classics. a little Eminem in there to get a little angry? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My first fight, I, they got my song wrong. They're, you know, it's time to fight. I was like, this isn't me. <laughs> I didn't I'm not fucking down. going. I'm not going out. <laughs> it went. Yeah, I mean, like, I. it's weird. You think that for like a millisecond, but then like, you know, you don't want to you know, it's like 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, day of the fight. And like, you know, that's when like your thoughts start to creep in and, you know, you got to drive an hour to the venue and, you know, f- whatever you're there, like, you know, four o'clock hits and, you know, the fights probably start around seven thirty, and four o'clock hits and you're there and you're in the fighters meeting and, you know, your opponents, you know, you're in a room with all the fighters and in your fight, you know, your opponents in the room with you and, you know, like, Sometimes I'll get mean mugged and, but I, I, you know, you shake it off and, you know, you don't want to let it distract you. You know, you either, you either look at him and let it, let something in your head or you don't, you know? But yeah, I, I, yeah, it's all, it's all mental preparation for me. Just all mental. All right. Um, You want to talk about uh, Saturday's fights? Yeah. Yeah. Big fights on Saturday. Uh, Israel Adesanya fighting for the 205 belt moving up a weight class. Good for him. He's a big guy, anyways. He undefeated in MMA. I don't know if his record's like 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 lengthy. I don't really know. I know he's undefeated, but I don't know if it's like crazy, like you know, like thirty and zero, nothing like that. What, what are the odds twenty twenty and zero? I saw. Yeah. Okay. See. 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 It's I mean, that's pretty good, actually. That's pretty pretty long. But a few, few, few times I've like, seen him. Few times I've seen him. That dude's fucking electric. <laughs> insane the you know what i mean he's like anderson silva you know like like the new anderson silva but like you know a little bit better you know just because he he's smart people don't know i i don't know if people know but like he's like i think he's undefeated in boxing he got 30 maybe 30 pro boxing fights but i swear to god he i think he has 80 kickboxing fights you know so that guy's like he's a, his striking iq is like very very high but the guy he's fighting uh, Jan Blachowicz. That thing is from Poland. That guy is the underdog of the year. I think he like lost like two or three fights in a row like a while ago, and ever since then he's never lost. And he's probably just learned and changed everything he did. But it's funny because I I know him, but I I haven't really like paid attention to him. Yeah, I have, I I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not big into them. I mean, I I've been watching it since the pandemic started because it was on every fucking weekend. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I got more I got yeah, more right? into it. I'm more into boxing, but I've seen Adesanya. I haven't seen this other guy yet. Like, Who are you taking? Who are you taking in that fight? Adesanya? Yeah, I'll go with Adesanya. I think I think he'll use his length and pick him apart. But that guy he's fighting has has a lot of power, you know, like, like you want to focus on him. Like I said, like that mental game is, is pretty strong. Like I don't, I get, when I fight and stuff like that, when I think about it, like I legit don't think of like of what this guy's going to do. I just think of I like what I can do and I know what I can do. And, and that's all you can think of. You don't, you don't want to 
put too many thoughts in your head, but they're always there. You know what I mean? That's why I take it a hundred percent serious. That's why I changed my whole body and my mind and stuff like that. Cause you know, like I try to tell people like it, it is pretty real. Like, you know, like I'm going in there in front of a thousand people or whatever, whether it's thousands at Mohegan Sun or just like a thousand people, hundreds of people, you know, at a Massachusetts venue. Cause that's where I fought out of mostly. And, you know, like this guy's, <laughs> Tate said, this guy's literally trying to kick me in the face and like maybe bleed. It's like kind of sketchy, but it is what it is. You know, I really don't like think to myself, I'm like, dude, I would never think like I would be able to do something like that. But just to uh, backtrack a little bit, what's the di- biggest difference between amateurs and pros? Like what? Yeah. What, so how do you take that step up? Okay. It's all different. It, it, it's like, it's like a difference in the States. You could like, I'm saying for like the rules, so like I always like considered myself like doing like the pro stuff because Massachusetts or I think pretty much New England. I don't count Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun's like a they're kind of like their own like thing. Yeah, they have their own. They have their own commission. Yeah, yeah, they make like their own rules. Um, and it's like not. I don't know. It, it's good. You gotta. I think you gotta have like a certain amount of feist to like do certain things, which is like weird to me. But I. Like I said, I, I usually fight in, in mass. So like in the only difference is the amateurs and pros, like it's only two little things and you can't knee to the face and you can't elbow to the face. And then like, so you go down to Florida and like, you can't do either of those and they make you wear shin guards on your legs. If you're amateur, what's your ultimate goal with all this? Uh, dude, the goal was to have one fight one kickboxing fight and that's it. I never thought about MMA, but I fought my first kickboxing fight sometime. And, and it's because I, I was ready. I like, I don't know. And I, and it was the first time I ever was like, what the hell? Like my, like I lost all this weight. I gained insane amount of muscle, shredded up, just changed everything I ate and had a kickboxing fight. And, uh, got my ass kicked, got killed. <laughs> I, I fought a kid and he, his last two fights, he head kicked both guys in the first round and knocked him out cold. And that's who I was fighting. And I took, I and I swear to God, he kicked me in the head in the first round and it was, his whole foot wrapped around my head. I could have saw stars the rest of the fight. But You wear, you wear headgear for that? <laughs> What's up? Well, you were, did you have to wear headgear for that one? Yeah, that that was my first. Yeah, and it was a yeah. You wore headgear with it, um, but I took the kid all three rounds, you know, and tired the kid out. I lost, and do my I couldn't even lift my arms after the fight. Need me so many times in my arms, but I was like, I have to do that again. I took another kickboxing fight a month after, and in between there, I took an MM. I was like, my you know, my coach is like, you know, like what do you, you want to, you want to be a punching bag? Like, you know, or like, you want to like try and fight MMA and try to see what you can do. I said, let's do it. Um, so I took that second kickboxing fight and there was, I think 12, 14, I think there was 14 fights on the, on the card. I think I was like number 12. It was brutal. I was waiting around all day. Every fight went to decision. Oh, yeah. wow. It's my time to fight. And I go out there and I knock the kid out. <laughs> let's go i swear to god it was insane uh, um, fight 13 and 14 we're, we're thanking you busted up the kid's nose busted him up pretty bad and i would i i, I don't really and what does that feel like what's like the euphoria feeling you have 
the first fight, I don't remember. I blacked, you know, you're like blacked out is crazy. The first fight, second fight, I remember. I remember, never mind. I remember being tired the second fight. <laughs> um, but I don't know what it, I, I, and I watched videos of the second fight and I like, you know, I look pretty good. Like just, I, I look, it looked like natural. The first fight didn't look anything natural. Second fight looked insanely natural. So when I went into that MMA fight a month after that, I remember everything from it. And I, I kind of have a, I, I don't have any regrets, but I definitely regret like not doing like another kickboxing fight. Cause like, yo, since you're in the boxing head, like you should, I should have been boxing a lot more like, like competitively, you get more tired in a boxing fight than you do in MMA sometimes because you're standing up the whole time throwing hands and, you know, let trying to move. And like, I'm pretty good at closing the distance on guys. So like, you know, I could grab you and like, you know, hold on for a second, couple seconds, yeah. take you down and, and hold for a second, you know, and then catch your breath. But I, boxing is, I've been most tired boxing every time, even in training. So, so, so this is a different question that I, I wasn't prepared to ask, but it just came to my mind. <laughs> we talked to uh, to Ed's sister a week ago, a couple a couple of days ago, about doing what. Why why don't people do what they want to do, right? And is it the fear of failure? Is it the fear of social anxiety? Um, you know, people judging you. When you started doing this, and at the time that you started doing it, it was super popular. MMA was yeah. UFC was super popular, still a super popular, but that was when it like hit its peak. Did you find that you had a lot of people that were like in your corner? Um, what did you have any people that were like, uh, what this is, this is stupid. This will never work. You know, did, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on that? Going yeah, no, through that? I, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, even like my mother, she was like, yo, this is, that's not what you do. <laughs> she's like that is not like even like and this was like even like not even like like not even cage fighting like or and you know she, like this was like a jujitsu tournament she was like this is not she was like you don't do stuff like that and she she brings it up to this day still she she's like she's like you know i can't believe like you know like like in like that you actually like, you know got in a cage and did all that crazy stuff because uh you know, she'll like tell she you know, she'll, she'll she'll tell people and stuff like that. So, did you ever have, yeah, yeah, did you ever of, have anxiety about it? Yes. So, like, all my anxiety and stuff got out from like doing like just like jujitsu tournaments and wrestling tournaments, stuff good, like that. Um, I had a like a I don't know what it's called, but like I realized at this one tournament, I've done a couple tournaments and stuff like that, and then I was at this one tournament where I was, sometimes you go to tournaments and, you know, you'll go one time you lose, you know, like that's it, go home. Sometimes you'll go, you'll lose. And then be like, all right, you got to fight for third place. So you have like two matches. I was guaranteed, I think three to five matches at this one tournament. So that's what gave me anxiety, but that's what kicked my anxiety out. After right, I, right. Did it. Um, I think I did two matches and, uh, I was like guaranteed a third and I was sitting there and I was like, I'm about to just, I mean, I, my knee was a little weird, but I was like, I'm about to just fake my, like, you know, fake an injury. Like, I don't want to do this. Like my, I'm just saying my knee hurts. Like I'm not, I, I don't care. Like this and that. 
And, and I was telling myself that, and I was like, you know, this, like, whatever, like, I'll just do another tournament. But I was telling myself, like, like, I don't want to go out there. Like, I don't want to go another third match. Like, I don't want to do it. I'm just going to say my knee hurts. And before that, before I could even say that, you know, I was being grabbed, like, let's go. Like, you're going out. Uh, um, you're going out there. And I ended up going out there, and it was the best I ever competed. I think it was one of the only matches I don't have on video either. But the best match I ever had in my entire life. They have like, there's like a point system. I scored the most points I ever had in my entire life in a match. I did so good. They asked me to do a fourth match in like a submission only. And I was so like hyped up from it. I killed the kid. I didn't, you know, it was like submission only. So like this time ran out. So we both kind of won. It was just like a, just kind of like for fun kind of, the thing but that but i'll still remember that and that's when like my anxiety went away that's it all awesome. went away and all my doubts just went away and i'll remember because a lot, a lot of people that take like a chance like you did and like bet on yourself and don't really give mm-hmm. a shit what people think a lot of people can't they don't find ways to get over that anxiety you know it kind of just stays with them forever and eats at them yeah yeah so you know i i, I could say that like you know i don't have any regrets and I live, you know, like I legit filled my heart with what I wanted to do. And, you know, now, you know, I'm like, you know, now, like, you know, I got a good job and stuff like that. You know, work, work for a union, do mechanical insulation, energy conservation specialists, do stuff like that, you know, but like, you know, I could say like, you know, like I did what I wanted to do. So like, you know, that's awesome. Kudos to you for doing that. That's a tough thing to, there's nothing, there's gotta be nothing better than that feeling. That feeling like I did it myself, what I want. Yeah. Yeah yeah, have a game plan and stuff like that. And, and definitely, definitely you could do it. Cause like, you know, I, I wasn't shit before anything. So, you know, like if I could change, you know, and Harry, do you have any, uh, like along the way, uh, even at your gym, have you had any like mentors you want to shout out or fellow fighters that have really like brought you under their wing and taught you stuff? There's, there's a lot of people. So like, you know, if they hear this or whatever, like, don't like, they know who they are. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. So like, I kind of like, you know, I give shout outs to like, uh, my coach, Andrew Calandrelli, definitely. And then, uh, the beginning of December, he was my first coach too. He's Andrew's brother, Joe. Uh, he, uh, passed away from a heart attack at a very young age. So oh. right beginning of December. So, but he was a big influence on, you know, on everything I did. He was the first person who I was like, all right, let me like waste, not like, let me like, let me, I'm already at this gym paying money, but let me like spend some more money, like a lot of money and, and trust this guy to give me private boxing lessons. Cause I want to be that much better. So, you know what I mean? Like he invested his time in me and he, uh, and I always say like, he was the one who told me like, don't waste any time like don't like if you want to do this like do it he's like don't waste time because it's going to go fast like if you want to fight like you know you see guys all the time like oh like like i want to i'm going to fight i'm like you know and like they don't do it because i'm like you know like you gotta you gotta be 100 percent serious and it's not, it's not it not isn't for everyone yeah it's not a sport you can half ass <laughs> you you don't want to you you're know gonna get, yeah, you're gonna get fucking you don't laid because i've learned I learned the hard way. You know, I've learned the hard way, like a lot, you know, you don't want to half ass it, but, uh, yeah, Andrew, 
you know, Joe, rest in peace. Uh, Blair Tugman, he's big. He's a big influence in in Connecticut on like just wrestlers. He's a wrestling coach. He was my wrestling coach, you know, training partner. I helped him for mostly all of his fights ever since I started joining uh, or started fighting and joined the gym and helped him for all his fights and stuff. Like he's a big influence on like all the wrestling, you know, cause, cause I've done tournaments and you know, like guys are like, you know, like, Oh, what have you been wrestling since you were a kid wrestling in high school? And I'm just like, no, it's just like, I trained my ass off, you know, I busted my ass and, you know, wrestled as much as I could. Uh, Nick Newell's big influence. If we had, if we had a wrestling team, you, you definitely would have been on it at him to high. I don't know. Like, we were doing know, a lot of mischievous shit. Yeah, yeah, we're a lot I don't know if we, then, any yeah. of us would have done any of that shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like being honest. Like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like, dude, I'm not trying to wear that little girl singlet, dude. <laughs> like we came like, dude, there's so many people at our school who would have been made fun of. Dude. Yeah, yeah you would have exactly, got roasted dude, in the hallways. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of diversity at our school. You know what I mean? A lot of I had ideas, you know, I could still maybe even think of it like, like I'm going to start a wrestling team at hand and high. I want to cut like, yeah, I don't know how it works. You got to go through like the town hall and like stuff like that. I don't know, even know how it works anymore, but I, I looked into it for a while. Dude, you absolutely should do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, absolutely. Why not? Before a club. club. Like a wrestling club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I mean? Like, who do you who do you like in the uh, the Nunes fight? The, She's a crazy favorite. I think when she fought the girl Chris Cyborg, who was supposedly like the best of the best, she went in there and knocked her out with ease. I think she's a double champ, one thirty five, yeah. one forty five. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They got the over under for this uh, one and a half rounds. What are you taking, Harry? Over long. over or under one and a half rounds. I'm gonna go with. Not, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not picking right now. But like. I'm going to Megan Anderson is really good. And she's probably her bit. Like she's like the biggest girl that Amanda Nunes has fought. Megan Anderson's a big girl. She's, I think she's tall and like really like long. And she does use like, you know, her elbows and knees and let you know her. So you think it'll go over two rounds, at least two rounds. I don't know. That that's a fight that intrigues me the most, more than more than any of the other fights, because I like Megan Anderson. I like I've, I've seen her fight a couple times. So, but yeah, nah, if I'm a betting I'm a betting guy, so I go with Nunez. All right, nice. Yeah, Bernard Nunez. She, yeah, she's she's good. She's got time. She's got a, like a good uh, IQ with her striking. If you want to, if you're if you're not an MMA fan and you want to know some good undercard fights, yeah, yeah, sure. got a uh, Dominic Cruz versus. Uh, Casey Kenny, Dominic Cruz is the first ever, he was the first ever 135 pound champion in the UFC. He went on like a 13 fight win streak. He's like the only guy to beat Demetrius Johnson, who is not in the UFC anymore. But Demetrius Johnson, they still, to this day, people will call him the best fighter in the world, pound for pound. But just because of his record and, you know, he wiped out a whole division. He, he beat everybody in a division and they almost canceled the division because they're like, wow. no one. He beat them, I think, twice. All right. And, so that's what we got to like, look out for. Dominic, all right, Cruz. Dominic Cruz. I'm going to put my money on him. 13 fight win streak. Uh, but by Bionicle from the waist down, he's, he had a freak accident. He tore every muscle in his knee, every ligament in his knee. Oh, wow. I think he was 
coming back and I think he was like, okay to train. And he tore everything in the same knee again. Oh, wow. And it was like, they they said it was like the worst injury, like ever, like he tore everything in his knee, you know, that's when like you get surgery and like fix it. And he tore everything again, the same knee. And then, and then he was coming back and he tore they and like they just when you hear him, you know what he's been through. He tore something in his other knee. I don't think it was Jeez. that bad. Time to hang it up. Time when that happens, it's time to hang it up. He came back, he came back and won a fight, knocked the guy out, and then he, you know, like just like his credentials, they put him up against the best yeah. of the best still. Because you he never really lost. He he lost to himself. Yeah. All right, so maybe we're not going to put our money on him. That's why. That's, yeah. why, that's why I added that in because you were like, um, Casey Kenny's a young, hungry kid. He's hungry. All right. All right. I'll nice. just, uh, good, I'll just save my money for. We're just going to watch yeah. that fight. We're not going to bet on that <laughs> yeah. fight. Yeah, he's he's got good power in his hands. He's good. He's like scrappy. I think he's like a little country kid. So he's like, he don't care about anything. You got um, the number two, and the number three. Fighters in the world, number two and number three, uh, 125 pounds fighting that same night. I think it's uh, Joe Benavidez and Askar Askarov, which is the guy has his first name. His last name is his first name. His first name is his last name, except you just add an OV. It's like the weirdest thing. I'm like, I'm taking that guy. Fuck it. <laughs> From a different country. I guess it's, it's good with that. Um, but uh, I, yeah, he is, he is good. He is good. He, I think he smothers guys. I don't really know too much about him, but I know he is really good. And I guess he is good. He's number three in the world. Number two in the world. Uh, Joe Benavidez is really good, but I think he's lost his last two fights. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think Joe Benavidez like, is like on like a two fight losing streak, but those are good fights. You know, those are like top guys in the world. You know, if you want to watch them. Last one we're going to ask you about, you got Peter Jan. He's the current bantamweight champion. He's coming in as a minor favorite and he's going up against, uh, Aljamain Sterling. Yeah, 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 yeah. We like Aljamain Sterling. He's funky. Funk master. I think that's what they call him. I, I think a, I've seen him fight a few times before. Oh, is he the he's, fucking skinny ass dude? Always doing backflips and shit. I don't, Aljo, I don't know. He's a, he's a, he's a, he fights out of New York and like, I kind of like him more because like I've had the chance to like message him like on Instagram, like, and like ask him like a random question, like, Hey, like I weigh this much, like, like I got to fight in a couple of days. Like, what do you think I should? And like, I swear to God, he'll answer back. But, uh, I don't, I don't know. That's a good fight to watch. You know, it's either, it's either going to go one way or the other. And the guy Peter Yan is, uh, I think he's. I don't know. I, I heard he's. I don't. I don't really know too much about him, but I know he's got. I don't know if he like did boxing out of the UFC, but he he's like a not with the fame and stuff like that, but he's like a kind of like a Conor McGregor with the fighting. Like he came in and just like took over, and now he's here. What advice do you have for anybody who? Who wants to do this? MMA? Maybe 17, 18, 19 years old. Yeah, that's a good age to start. What would, what would like you tell him? Would you get would you tell him what your guy told you? Don't waste any time. Don't waste any time. And you know, you want to give it a hundred percent, but you wanna you wanna um take a book out of Marshawn Lynch. You wanna take care of your mentals. Yeah, yeah, you know, take care of your chickens. You yeah, you know, you you wanna <clears throat> not get in and out, but you know, you definitely, it, 
injuries are going to happen. So you want to take care of your body the best you can. You know, you want to just take care of your body. Yeah, because but, uh, the percentage of people that actually make it to the big times is probably nearly none. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. It's just like base, so, it's just like boxing or any sport percentage of people who actually yep. make it. It's almost none. I, 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 I said it, dude, I was, uh, the, I was like a funny trash talker to people at my gym, like in a funny way. Cause I'm like, you know what I mean? Like this and that, like they would say like, you know, little stuff. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, you're, I'm like, I'm 28, 29 dude doing this stuff. I'm like, I'm like, trust me. I'm like, when you're 29 years old, I'm like, you ain't going to be here and I'll bet on it. I'll bet. I'm like, you know, like you got to take care of your body. I'm like, trust me. Yeah. And like, you know, and then like these guys saying stuff like that, they're, you know, they're 23 and they're like, you know, I might, I got to get surgery on my knee, you know, my, I'm like this and that. I'm like, I'm like, I was lucky enough to have to start getting those problems. Like when I was like 29, you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of like young like that, you know, like my body's, you know, I started feeling like, like, Oh, like this and that, like when I was like 29, but like, yeah, bro, I feel know, like I that too. Like, and I've never fought like you have, I feel yeah, the same yeah, way, you know, like, <laughs> but like, yeah, see, so like I've, but like, you know, I've had injuries and stuff like that. Do I broken every finger, you know what I mean? You know, broken my foot a couple times. Do you, are you, are you done? Do you ever see yourself fighting again? What's your, um, what's your plan? I I would like to, man. I it's just like like I said, yo, I it's all mental for me. I gotta put a hundred percent of uh you know, like doing it. So like and then like you know, COVID kind of came around and like yeah, the gym shut down and you know, I gotta like yeah, I just gotta like find the, the perfect time and like I try to say it's like all it's like it's like about timing. Fighting is definitely timing. It's all about timing. How it's long how would it take you to get ready? Like how long would you need before a fight if you started tomorrow? I I feel like I, I always try to like, you know, stay in shape with like what I do. Like I haven't been really like I'm like huge on cardio, haven't been doing any cardio. But like, you know, I'll go for like long hikes and stuff like that and just to like stay in shape. I still just eat like, you know, pretty healthy. Yeah. I'm like hundred I'm like hundred and seventy pounds. You know, sometimes I'll fluctuate hundred and sixty seven pounds stuff like that so honestly that's, honestly that's, eating healthy is probably one of the hardest things to do in the world it is it, all the garbage is right there at your fingertips right at the eating corner, healthy end is of the so corner. expensive too yeah it's so expensive yeah it, it's brutal you know so that's you, why you i just find, uh decided to add a few pounds <laughs> you gotta find <laughs> now you gotta find you just gotta find what works and you know i found what works and you know, I try to, yeah. you know, and dead serious people at my gym, they would, you know, what do you, what do you eat? What do I eat? What do I eat? What do I eat? You know? And I try to tell them, like, I always ask people, I'm like, first question, I'm like, do you like washing dishes? Because if you don't, <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> if you don't like doing dishes, like you're going to have a hard time, but you know, I found what works and I, I found like easy ways. And when it gets boring, you make it fun. Like, you know, then you'll like start to cook a little bit more, but I never really broke my balls about it. Like I'll take a bunch of vegetables and throw them in a, throw them on a pan for olive oil and salt and pepper. And I'll toss them in the oven and burn them and take them out. And they're good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to do what works. Sometimes it gets boring. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you want to spend some money on healthy food. And and honestly, even if it is boring, it doesn't matter after you eat it. Cause it's all, it's all mental. Like what you really want. If you're hungry, yeah. you could eat anything and then it goes away. It doesn't matter. I just try to see what works. And so like, I, you know what I'm saying? I thought I had it all figured out, but like, like I said, I, in a, a month and a half, I, 
Yeah, and your body's constantly something. changing too, so you're gonna always have yeah. to switch it up. I tried something new, and I, I this is a, I, this is the best I felt in like a year. Like I, I say it, I'm this is the best I felt in like a year, year and a half. Right. Uh, do you want to shout out your gym and throw out your Instagram handle right now as to get some people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. If anybody's looking to train, I, I'm you go to Ultimate MMA. Probably they probably got a website ultimatemma.com. Andrew Calandrelli is the owner. Uh, Marissa, I don't want to butcher her name, Valencia, uh, sure. Messer Valencia. She's she's a uh, she's one of the top pro fighter females in the world, in in especially in the country, especially. So sure. check her out too. I forgot to shout her out. She's oh, nice. Savage. And where where can uh, where can people reach you? What's your Instagram? Uh, Harrison Adamo blessed word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you for coming on with us. Uh, nah, thank you. this was, thank uh, you. Uh, I know for me and Zach as well, we're not really, not really into the MMA, MMA world. So, uh, yeah, this was, I nice learned thing. a lot. Yeah. yeah and, so I'm, and I'm going to watch awesome. actually, I'm going to watch this Saturday night. Yeah. I'm looking forward yeah, yeah, to losing some money real, you know on a saying? Saturday night. And, uh, yeah. All right, yeah cool. Harry, thank some you good so much. You know? I know. I know. Thank you, brother. I'll see you soon. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right. See you guys. All right. All right. Thank you. Yeah.